Welcome to this episode of the Medical Affairs Professional Society podcast, Elevate. The views expressed in this recording are those of the individuals and do not necessarily reflect on the opinions of MAPS or the companies with which they are affiliated. This presentation is for informational purposes only and is not intended as legal or regulatory advice. And now for today's Elevate episode. Welcome to the Medical Affairs Professional Society's podcast series, Digital First Scientific Communications, How Digital is Transforming Medical Communications. In these podcasts, we speak with experts in the field of scientific and medical communications and discuss how digital transformation is opening opportunities for medical communicators. I'm Jennifer Riggins, a co-host of this podcast. I currently serve as a member of the Digital Focus Area Working Group, and I've worked in pharma for about 30 years with a focus on medical information, scientific communications, and medical digital. And I currently work for Factomai, a nonprofit consortium of medical information leaders. I'm joined today by my co-host, Steve Casey of Omni Healthcare Communications, or Omni HC for short, a leader in digital-first medical communications. Steve and I are starting a new conversation in this series focused around omni-channel communications. It struck us that we're not always hearing the same things about Omnichannel. So we thought we'd embark on a project to interview several experts on Omnichannel and determine the consistencies, discrepancies, challenges, and the unknowns from several different points of view. So at the Nashville MAPS meeting, we interviewed representatives from seven organizations in the MAPS partner circle. We discussed Omnichannel and how they define it, how they implement it, and measure it. So in this series, our plan is to tackle one area of omni-channel per episode. We have curated all the responses to each questions we asked to allow you, the listener, to have full transparency. Then throughout the podcast, Steve and I will summarize and discuss some of the interesting things we've heard. So in this way, we hope to help you learn more about omni-channel and how to best use it. And for today's podcast, we'd like to tackle the question of how do you define omnichannel? We hope to help our listeners improve their understanding of omnichannel, the many definitions of omnichannel, and why it's difficult to implement in medical affairs. So let's get into it. We'll start with introductions from each of our interviewees. We have quite the cast. So my name's Charlotte Mosley, and I'm an EVP, Executive Director of Client Engagement at IPG Health Medical Communications. I've been in the industry a very long time, 30 plus years, stopped counting at 30. Spent half of that actually um, in the pharmaceutical industry, half of that actually on the agency side. Predominantly in the medical space, bit in the marketing, bit in clinical, but predominantly in the medical space, helping clients solve challenges around medical affairs. I'm Dylan Benton, VP of Digital Strategy and Engagement here at Symbiotics. Um, we uh, really focus on uh, omni-channel and uh, digital execution, making sure that we are getting our messages and our content that we create from a medical affairs perspective into the right audience, um, right physicians at the right time with the right message. My name, as you say, is Gary Lyons. I'm head of strategy with Fisherwack, and uh, in my role, I'm responsible for defining a range of different strategic areas, uh, such as omni-channel, scientific communications planning. Of course, those two elements are really closely linked to each other. So uh, yeah, I, I work a lot at the moment with different clients in different settings and defining on the channel. Strategy is one of those key settings. Uh, yes, thanks for having me, Stephen. I 
uh, work as a product manager over at Definitive Healthcare, really on a set of products around KOL, identification and, and mapping and such. Uh, but at Definitive, we provide data for many other purposes as well. So yeah, glad to be here to talk a little bit about omnichannel and what that might mean for us and how we can participate in it. Hi, Steve. Hi, Jen. Thanks for inviting me onto the podcast. Um, yeah, my name is Martin Callahan. I'm Director of Innovation at Oxford Pharmagenesis. My career started in uh, academia, where I was um, looking at the epidemiology and pathogenicity of Neisseria meningitis. Spent a few years doing some vaccinology work at the Department of Pediatrics at the University of Oxford and um, joined Medcoms around the time I was 30, joined as a medical writer. Um, did that for a few years and then moved into more digital roles. So I've been setting up digital teams in different agencies over the past 10-15 years. Thank you Steve. I'm Sandeep Dantori from Indigene. I'm an Associate VP of the company. I'm a clinical pharmacist by background. I uh, joined the industry about 12 years ago um, and then been with Indigene for 12 years. And my focus really has been on omnichannel enablement in medical affairs. So this is a, a topic very near and dear to my heart. Sure, I'd be happy to. Thanks for having me, Steve. It's good to be here at MAPS with you. Uh, I'm Senior Principal in IQVIA's Medical Affairs Center of Excellence. I've been with IQVIA for four years. And my responsibility is to work with customers, biopharma customers, medtech customers, and advise on setup and organizational design and execution of medical affairs strategies and tactics. Uh, IQVIA has a wide array of capabilities and we always want to make sure that we're bringing the best of those capabilities to clients to help them with their, their key objectives. So I have a, a client advisory role. Let's take a listen to the first couple of definitions of Omnichannel from Charlotte, Tony, and Lars. So omnichannel is a really interesting word, and I think many people define it in many different ways. But for us, it's about creating a really hyper-personalized experience. So it's putting the customer absolutely central to everything that we do. Um, it also involves a level of automation and also kind of live learning. So it's not just about kind of delivering the right content, it's about what can we learn from the interaction with that content, how do we adapt that content, again, to meet the needs of that customer. But putting the customer central to content, to information that they may be seeking and want to interact with, that's kind of how we look at Omnichannel. It's a hyper-personalized experience. So it's a move away from kind of multi-channel. Some people are kind of doing Omnichannel light and then this full omni-channel, which obviously then involves data, quite often AI, and content generation. And putting all the three together is the hard pieces of the puzzle. IQVIA defines omni-channel as ways to provide a consistent customer experience. Customer being the HCP. Uh, they're usually um, searching for, looking for education, information on the latest evidence around products, pharmaceutical products, medtech products. And omnichannel is a way to uh, provide a consistent experience for those customers when they're engaging with your organization. You know, typically, um, uh, scientific engagement from pharma has been in person, largely with field medical scientists. Now we have so many more channels of communication. This is about ways to make that consistent. Um, ways to provide a consistent experience, ways to disseminate and engage consistently 
with, with customers, with HTTP customers. So that's, that's how we define it. It's uh, uh, sort of a, how should I pronounce it? You can think about multi-channel is sort of the, maybe the older way of doing it. You bombard people with all the information through a number of different channels, right? But omni-channel then, uh, at least we feel it becomes more customer-centric, really trying to understand what uh, channels the customer prefers and how they listen to them and, and why and, and often to when, right? So you can really think more holistically about how to reach them in the best way. And part of that is also collecting the data uh, around those channels, right? You got to test and learn and improve and then understand really how that customer prefers to receive information and, and get it that way. So we think about it more from, yeah, customer-centric strategy actually than using and collecting data around those different channels, understanding which ones, why, and, and also when. Let's pause before we hear a few more definitions and discuss what we've just heard. Jen, let's talk about this customer-centric communication and the need for consistency in the communication. You know, Steve, as I listen to these definitions, I can't help but think about how important personalization, customer preference, and customer-centric communications are to omnichannel communications. And in order to meet these targets, you know, I feel like it's essential to have cross-functional alignment around the responses and communications that are being provided to customers, you know, both from a consistency perspective, but also from the perspective of staying true to the science and the scientific platform. When delving into omnichannel and centering the customer in the process, consistency is core. I fully agree. With the structured approach of the scientific platform and communications planning, we have the building blocks for omnichannel. They just really need to be developed further to deliver the consistency across channels. So let's listen to Dylan and Gary. You know, it's really interesting because uh, omnichannel is a word that is still really being misunderstood a bit. Um, within the organization, really within among our clients and also our colleagues. Um, you know, at first glance, you would think omnichannel means all channels, right? But that's a misnomer. It actually doesn't. So at Symbiotics, we define omnichannel as the use of many channels, uh, both online, offline, uh, in a connected and holistic way. So essentially, you know, we see omnichannel as multi-channel overlaid with metrics and data that help inform and provide a uh, more strategic and stream seamless approach uh, to custom engagement and you know, that optimal user experience for physicians. Uh, so for us, the key to effective omnichannel uh, is using data and personalized insights to uh, educate with the right data at the right time, at the right place, to the right audience. Um, ultimately, the goal of an omnichannel experience um, is to adapt and customize how we're communicating with our audience based on how they've already engaged and, and really how they want to be engaged with in the future. Uh, in order to progress them down through that learning journey. So in medical affairs, the goal is the same, you know, except instead of driving uh, a user to buy new running shoes via an e-commerce website, we're educating healthcare providers, payers, or even patients in a way that really supports improved patient outcomes. Well, that's a really good question. Uh, I think that's, that's been something we've seen a lot at MAP so far, haven't we, in terms of people de defining omnichannel as well as discussing how to go about uh, creating those plans. For, for, for my, for, from my and the organization's point of view, we see omnichannel really as creating a, a, a personalized learning experience for HCPs, really to give them the type of content that they're looking for in the way that they want it to be delivered to them. So it is about creating a personalized experience uh, within a learning continuum. And we think that's really important that we, we undertake 
this learning continuum because if, if individuals feel that they're progressing through a journey of education, they're much more likely to interact that information, come back for more information and, and have a much better experience. And ultimately, looking at the types of data and messages that farmers wanting to get across, it, the adoption of that is much stronger when it's an overall experience of learning that's created. So for me, Omnichannel is really about personalization of content. So Dylan and Gary just spoke about the importance of the learning journey and the personalized learning continuum as part of their definitions of Omnichannel. So Steve, what do you think about the importance of personalization and a learning journey? So Jen, I would first like to clarify when we talk about learning journeys, what I think we're really talking about is the learning journey on the scientific content that our particular medical affairs department is putting forth on that specific disease state or product. Currently, we're really good at planning these journeys. I think that making these learning journeys more customer-centric and customized to that target stakeholder, is that really ensures that it's a, their preferred form in the overall key element that they're trying to, we're trying to accomplish in Omnichannel. To me, the goal of Omnichannel and medical affairs is really to have stakeholders access our information so they're informed about every pillar of the scientific platform. Yes, Steve. And, you know, I'd like to also add that I think it's important to use data and personalized insights to adapt and customize to the learner for progression on that learning journey also. All right. I'll buy that. Let's move on and listen to our last two definitions of Omnichannel from Martin and Sandeep. We see it, as I'm sure lots of other agencies see it, as and our clients here is strategic, data and insight driven, and really all about fostering ongoing connections with individual audience members, whether they be HCPs, patients. We see it as consistent and synergistic in terms of content and experience delivery, uh, personalized as well, uh, and seamlessly integrated across channels that uh, that person prefers or that they can be persuaded to, to use. And that of course covers physical channels, in-person channels and digital channels. And ideally, it also means a consistent way of being able to engage with a company by that individual person, um, irrespective of, of one function or another. So I think it's first important to answer that question, to think about where the concept of Omnichannel came from. It's really rooted in e-commerce. And really the intention there was to increase buying behavior, to mitigate the empty shopping cart phenomena from online shopping. So by touching consumers across different channels and different pathways in their buying uh, patterns, they're able to increase sales. Now we're not increasing sales in medical affairs by definition. So when we define uh, omnichannel, I think one of the reflections I've had recently is people talk about it as though it's something you sprinkle, like magic dust on something and then it becomes omnichannel. I think the way I would like to define it from our organization's perspective is a business practice really that's meant to engage our customers in meaningful dialogues across relevant channels to meet their requirements. So being respectful of what they prefer, how they prefer to receive it, and when they prefer to receive it. That's how we would define uh, Omnichannel. So, you know, I think Martin brings out some of the points that we've just spoken about, consistency and personalization. And then Sandeep brings home the point that it's really about being respectful of our customers' preferences of what, when, and how 
and then engaging them in meaningful dialogue across channels. You know, and I love that he says that this isn't a magical pixie dust that we can sprinkle on our customers. It's really a business practice meant to engage our customers. You know, um, when I stop to think about what Google knows about me, I think they know more about me than I know about myself. It's really kind of scary. I think to do omni-channel in the most effective way, understanding our audience better than they may understand themselves is really where we're going to have to head as an industry. As you say, we need to know the what, when, and how to engage the stakeholder in a meaningful way. This really can only be accomplished through massive data capture and curation. That's a, a, a difficult challenge, I think, for companies that are trying to stay asset light and organizationally lean. That's so true. You know, entering into Omnichannel isn't for the weak of heart. And depending on available resourcing, you know, companies can take very different approaches to implementation. But, you know, I think we're going to get into that in a few later episodes. So, Steve, we've talked a lot about the similarities in these definitions, but did you also know the variations, the unique spin that each person had on their definition of omnichannel? Jen, that's hard to miss, but it really, really proves the comment that someone said. Omnichannel is very hard to define. I think it's hard to wrap one definition of omnichannel around all of medical affairs. What I found the most interesting is that we all seem to agree that omnichannel is about delivering information to the customer in a fashion in which they prefer to consume it. So I agree, Steve. And, you know, that with Omnichannel, it's truly a holistic approach, keeping the customer central with interconnecting points from numerous areas of the company, resulting in an overall great customer experience. You know, additionally, and, you know, I think this is a way that we can kind of button up this discussion. I feel like there are three key takeaways from what we've heard today. Keep the customer at the center. Be consistent in your responses and be respectful of the what, when, and how preferences. Would you agree with that? Yeah, Jen, uh, so, so, so true. To me, the goal of Omnichannel is customer centricity. Without being respectful of the customer, I don't think any Omnichannel approach is going to work. Logically, we can assume that by treating the customer in this manner, they prefer it. And, and there should be benefits from that preference. Hopefully, we can come back to how we can measure the success of our omni-channel effort as we progress this discussion in later episodes. Absolutely. So with that, we want to thank our interviewees and their companies for giving us a glimpse into omni-channel and how they define it. You know, in our upcoming episodes, we'll go deeper into omni-channel with this same group of interviewees. We'll discuss implementing omni-channel in medical affairs, and then finally, how do we measure it? So look for our next episode, which should drop probably within the next week. Thank you for joining us today and listening to our podcast series, Digital First Scientific Communications, a podcast production of the Digital Focus Area Working Group of the Medical Affairs Professional Society. And if you're a MAPS member, thank you for your support. And if you're not a MAPS member yet, I want to encourage you to join so you can access additional resources. Visit the MAPS website today at medicalaffairs.org backslash membership.